I am a robot. I am a evil monster. I will destroy you. Hello, this is Akiachan 3000, a Korean movie reviewing machine, made by Professor Akia. Today's feature film is Warriors of the Dawn, or in Korean, Derikun. Enjoy. Introduction. 2014 seems, in hindsight, to have been a high water point for Korean period epics in Korean cinema. In that year alone, we had big hits like Roaring Current, The Pirates, and Kundo, Age of the Rampant. Since then, the Korean audience seems to have lost interest in this genre. This can be deducted by the fact that most period epics made have failed. It may be too early to read out my eulogy for the genre yet since it has only been two years. But the signs are not good. This is the market where Warriors of the Dawn, or Diddy 2017, enters the picture. By dealing with the same historical figure, it is trying to follow in the footsteps of 2012's Masquerade. You know the movie which is currently the eighth top-grossing Korean movie of all time. This may have been a good bet on paper. However, this is 2017 not 2012. There is no guarantee that the movie will be received in the same manner. The genre may have passed its time. The four stages of man are infancy, childhood, adolescence, and obsolescence. Art. Linkletter. The Plot. The Korean movie called, Warriors of the Dawn, 2017, starring Lee Jung-jae and Yo Jin-gu, attempts to give us an epic period action movie set in 1592 AD. As the Imjin War, a war in which feudal Japan invaded feudal Korea, was just breaking out. In video gaming lingo, the plot of Warriors of the Dawn, 2017, is basically one long escort mission. It is a reverse, Saving Private Ryan, 1998. Rather than going to a destination to try to find someone, you go to deliver a person preferably living upon that location. Good riddance. Escort missions are the worst. Joking aside, they are. Ha ha ha. The package or, Private Ryan equivalent in this Korean movie is, Prince Gwang Hee, a young and sheltered teenager, who is tasked to set up a resistance to the advancing Japanese invasion force. While his father, the king, flees north like the coward he is. The poor expendable guys. Who have to escort his highness caravan full of servant and court hangers on through rough terrain while avoiding palace intrigue and the Japanese. Are a mercenary squad made up of poor peasants. As one can expect, this journey will be treacherous as if one was heading towards Mount Doom with the One Ring. One ring to rule them all. One ring to find them. One ring to bring them all and in the darkness bind them. From Lord of the Rings. A little, the Lord of the Rings reference for you hobbit loving folks. But I didn't use it just to show off my pop culture credentials. If you combine the Fellowship of the Ring and the Return of the King together into one movie while stripping out all the fantasy stuff, the result would be reminiscent of Warriors of the Dawn 2017. It is a very classic story in many ways. 
There is a young person with a promised destiny. But that person is not matured enough nor even willing to fill the shoes destiny has bestowed. Once forced on an unwanted journey, that person learns from unexpected mentors assigned as guardians on how to live up to one's destiny. It is Star Wars. Episode 4, A New Hope 1977, but with Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia being one character. It is Terminator 3. Rise of the Machines 2003, with John Connor as a prince with a sword. But still whiny. I did mention, Warriors of the Dawn 2017, is a very classic tale. And this is not limited to the story. The character types that populate the movie are also very classical in the fact that they are very familiar and the fact that they are faithful to what one could expect from a hero's journey narrative. As I mentioned, Prince Guang He, played by actor Yo Jin Gu is the Luke Skywalker type. The leader of the mercenaries played by Lee Jung Jae is a combination of Obi-Wan Kenobi and Han Solo. He is the Ranger of the North part of Aragorn from Lord of the Rings. The movie has its Boromir type from, Lord of the Rings. You know the antagonist among the Fellowship who repents his sins by sacrificing himself. There is even a Samwise Gamgee type at gender swap played by Korean actress Lee Som. She was the villain in Korean thriller, Scarlet Innocence, 2014, also known as, Madam, Angduk. Traditional Filmmaking the first impression you get from the movie is that it not only has a traditional story but it is also traditionally made. And that is not a negative comment. You feel the solid craftsmanship behind and in front of the camera. Let's talk about the cast first. All the actors do the job with professionalism and talent. I personally don't like actor Yo Jin Gu for some reason even though he consistently surprises me with his performance every time. It is just something about his persona that bugs me. However, he surprises me once again with his portrayal of the prince who changes from a sensitive and whiny prince filled with self-loathing to a king, with a capital letter K. Actor Lee Chung Jae does a good job as the leader of the mercenaries and mentor to the prince. However, he is no Alec Guinness. Lee Jung Jae, as an actor, seems to be stuck in a rut where he give good performances but not breakout scene-stealing ones. He is more Tom Cruise from Top Gun than Al Pacino. Al at least choose scenery once in a while. Who am I kidding? He does it all the time. In terms of the movie making, the movie is very solid. The scenes are well framed and well shot. You can see all the things we as the audience need to understand the story. In terms of editing, scenes are properly set up and delivered. It gives the audience time to absorb the moment. You don't see many movies like this nowadays as modern movie makers seem to think this approach is old-fashioned. But not Warriors of the Dawn 2017. This approach is continued in the action scenes. While modest in size compared to the Lord of the Rings movies, they are entertaining and you can actually see what is going on and how the action in the battle with multiple combatants flows. Rather than just depending on sensory overload, like modern movies, to convey the required emotions to the audience. This also makes the action fun rather than an ordeal to experience.
I personally like that. I know that this may make me an old man. So, get off my lawn. A double-edged sword. However, this traditional nature of Warriors of the Dawn 2017 could be a double-edged sword. If not handled deftly, the movie could give off the feeling of being old, stale or even God forgive cliché. And I'm sorry to say that this does become a problem for this movie. I would say that it can taste like an unsalted saltine cracker. It is still a good cracker but lacks something extra. The salt. A special ingredient that gives it a much-needed kick. In many ways, Warriors of the Dawn 2017 is a dry movie. Most of the movie is set traveling through the woods. While shock rate, it can get dull to look at after a while. Most of the characters are men in arms wearing dirty brown outfits. The prince is the most feminine character in the cast. Just joking. Thus the cast is all masculine and even to a degree the story is too. There is one significant female character, a female palace servant assigned to the prince, in the movie. However, she is also covered in dust and is basically a nanny to the prince, even though their age difference is not large. So, there is no hint of romance in this movie. As a result, the story is just a group traveling through the harsh landscape provided by nature while people are trying to kill them. Once in a while, they stop to rest under character development. The mercenaries lament their fates as low-born and poor. The prince lament his status and tries to grasp the nature of kingship. If you had felt yourself sufficient, it would have been a proof that you were not. By C.S. Lewis. You may get the wrong picture of what this movie is. It is not that the movie is boring. The movie is exciting when it needs to be and moves at a steady pace. However, since the story is traditional, the cast is homogeneous by which I mean a sausage fest, and the scenery is unchanging. It can feel sometimes stale. Only a bit. The movie needed something to add more flavor to the movie from time to time. Commonly, this is where a bit of melodramatic romance subplot would spice things up a bit. But the movie went for a more grimy, almost realistic vibe. So, no romance. Then what to do? Well, this shouldn't be that difficult. The movie could have really dealt deep into the emotional bonds between characters, especially between the prince and his mentor. In other words, if you don't have Han Solo and spaceships, you should assign more time to scenes between Luke Skywalker and Obi-Wan. They could talk more about the Force of Midi-Chlorians. Or what it is to be a leader. That's novel. If not, the movie would feel like there is something missing. Having the prince interact more with the other characters in a band of brothers type comradery would also help make the movie about masculine brotherhood and male responsibility. Regard a king as someone unconcerned with kingship by Rumi. However, Warriors of the Dawn 2017 treats this pseudo-father and son relationship in a more standard manner. I mean there is not enough scenes between the prince and his mentor. I think this problem originates from the fact that the movie has two protagonists, the prince and the mentor. 
Usually, movies of this type choose to focus on one while the other is a supporting character. Movies such as The Last Legion, 2007, in which Colin Firth is a Roman commander escorting the last emperor of Rome, a 12-year-old boy, to Britain, decided to make Colin Firth's character the protagonist. His charge is a supporting character. Star Wars does the opposite. Obi-Wan is the supporting character. And it is the birthright of the protagonist to monopolize the hero's journey. Thus, create focus. In contrast, Warriors of the Dawn, 2017, has two heroes' journeys on screen at the same time. The Prince, from a sheltered and self-loathing boy, to a king who leads his people in war. The leader of the mercenaries, from basically being a slave, to be free from his low-born class and have a choice to make what he can of his life, and choose the greater good. By splitting its focus, Warriors of the Dawn, 2017, seems to not have enough screen time to fully develop the bond between the prince and his mentor. At the same time, I'm not sure that the movie ever really intended to go deep since it would have worked just fine if the movie had a romance subplot to focus on. It may have just intended to have a romance subplot that never came together and thus removed. So, I may just be noticing that resulting gap in the narrative. For this day to the ending of the world. But we in it shall be remembered. We few, we happy few, we band of brothers. From the Saint, Crispin's Day speech from William Shakespeare's Henry V. The Box Office at the end of the day, Warriors of the Dawn 2017 will not be a success in Korea. This will not be because the movie is a solid movie that failed to elevate itself to greatness. Many movies that succeeded in the Korean box office are in the same category. This is because the Korean box office is not determined by the quality of the movie or the stars in it. It is the political mood within the Korean populace. One has to ride that wave to hit the jackpot. I'm talking about the blockbuster success needed to turn a profit for this type of movie. Although indie movies are not exempted. The Korean movie, Masquerade, 2012 which dealt with the same historical figure as, Warriors of the Dawn, 2017, would be an example of a movie that rode the political mood of the day all the way to the bank. In contrast, Warriors of the Dawn, 2017, just missed that wave a wave of disappointment in current political leaders. By about a half a year or so, presidential elections came early this year in Korea, much earlier than scheduled. Some movies just have rotten luck. On a personal level, I have a soft spot about this type of boy becoming a man story in any form. As a side note, I also liked Guy Ritchie's King Arthur, Legend of the Sword 2017, for that reason. Okay, I have a thing for the weird too. I also enjoy historical action movies when solidly made in terms of craftsmanship. It can be serious or silly. The Guy Ritchie movie would fall closer to the latter. I'm good with it. Just give me what I need. And this movie doesn't disappoint in terms of craftsmanship. The cast is also interesting to watch on the big screen. So, I can say I had a good time. Well it is a shame that, Warriors of the Dawn, 2017, does not hit it out the park, you'll get your money's worth out of it at least. A nice movie, about a prince learning to become a king.
and is surf learning to be free. You can do much worse from a night at the movies. That was Warriors of the Dawn, 2017. Thank you, and have a nice day. Please contact me on my social media accounts. Visit my blog at kmovietalk.com. Bye! Five, four, three, two.